0: Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your mentor, Courtney Dawson. I'm a professional medium, mentor, minister, and certified spiritual life coach. My goal with this podcast is to have deep, meaningful conversations regarding the journey of mediumship and spirituality. It is my hope that by listening, you will feel seen and confident in your own experiences. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind lately, and that's spiritual imposter syndrome. As a professional psychic medium, I've seen a lot of people struggle with this feeling of inadequacy when it comes to their spiritual path and how they judge themselves about their spiritual progress. And I have to say that, In the not-so-long past, I have even dealt with some imposter syndrome, and it was a struggle. And it wasn't until I started to talk to my mentors and to my friends and then my spirit guides that I was able to start to begin that healing of changing that internal dialogue and that narrative that I had about myself. I know that those of you who are listening – who are healers, intuitives, psychics, and mediums, you take your spirituality seriously. So I thought it would be helpful to open up the conversation and normalize talking about feeling like you're an imposter, even though you're not. So let's really delve in. So being a person who experiences spiritual imposter syndrome, recognize that Number 1 you're not alone in that. It can actually be caused by a lot of factors and in my opinion I personally feel the one major reason why people experience this when they when they get into the spiritual development journey spiritual space is because they compare themselves to others. I think this way of thinking and conditioning really starts outside of the development circle and outside of the seance room. And it's really more to do uh, with society's conditioning and our family upbringing. Society can sometimes make us feel so small, like we're less than, and then that can cause us to compare ourselves to others and Really, this only creates feelings of inadequacy, and that often starts from a really young age. You know, why can't you be like so-and-so? Why are you doing it this way? Look at how they do it. What's wrong with you? Um, Those are some things that I've heard in my life, and I'm sure some of you who are listening can relate to that. We're often taught to compete and to strive to be the best in everything we do which really can create a feeling of pressure to always measure up to those around us. Do you remember back in elementary school when there was sports day and the kids who won, they were given ribbons and they were called the winners and the other kids got nothing and were called the losers? I remember this so clearly from primary school. Now, I wouldn't consider myself, you know, back in the day, athletic. But there would definitely be feelings of unworthiness because of those situations uh, like that a sports day in school. One of the first things I learned when I joined a mediumship development circle was to not compare myself with anyone else in the group. And this is something that I've actually carried on into my own teaching. And for any of my students who are listening I definitely know that you can, uh, you know, affirm that. I always say, don't compare yourself to anybody else. Just be who you are. The spirit world wants you to be who you are. So when we um, create any kind of stress or tension within ourselves, what happens is is that will create a hindrance in your mediumship instead of helping it. And when you're comparing yourself to someone you know, or you heard about, or maybe you've seen them work publicly, you're actually lowering your vibration. You're closing down your awareness to be able to tune into the world unseen. And those mediumistic or psychic powers of awareness, they're not given a fair chance of reaching their fullest potential. And something I feel that is worth mentioning over and over and over again is that it's important to remember that my journey, your journey, someone else's journey, everyone's journey is different. And what may be right for me may not be right for you. What may be right for one person may not be right for another. So... An example here. So I spent five years studying to become an ordained spiritualist minister, and I've been heavily involved within the spiritualist church for eight years. I've had so many people say, and I'm not saying this from an egotistical way um, at all. It's just for the sake of giving an example. I've had so many people say to me, well, you know so much more than me or I could never do what you do, or look at what you do, I hope I can do that one day. To be honest with you, when I hear comments like that, I don't find it flattering, and I rather I feel sad for that person, sad for that they don't realize that that same potential exists within them and if they would focus their attention to their inner world and not at what they see in front of them, they would recognize that we share the, the same divine pulse of the Spirit and that they can accomplish anything they set their mind to as well. One of my favorite quotes is from Winston Churchill, and this is something I quote a lot. He, For those of you who don't know who Winston Churchill is, was, he uh, is a former prime minister to the United Kingdom. And the quote says, where the mind leads, the man follows. And another quote is, and it's one of my faves, where your attention goes, your energy flows. So essentially what that means is our thoughts create our reality. Our thoughts are where our focus is at. So if we focus on our inadequacies, our fears, we're going to create that and it will become our reality. Social media can also amplify a lot of the pressure that we put on ourselves in comparing ourselves to one another. You know, as we see these carefully curated versions of people's lives and we might feel like we're not measuring up. But here's the thing, constantly comparing ourselves to others can be really harmful, not only to our self-esteem, but to our mental health and our overall well-being. It's so important for you, for me, for everyone to cultivate a strong sense of self-worth and to recognize our own unique strengths and our qualities, When you are developing your mediumistic powers of awareness, the other world doesn't want a carbon copy of another medium or the most popular medium that you see on social media or on television. They want you. With all of your flaws, with all of your so-called imperfections, they want you. When the spirit world chooses to work with us, They see us for who we truly are, all the good, all the not so shiny and bright, and for the potential that is waiting, just waiting to be discovered by your humanness, by your mind. Spirit knows that if we allow ourselves to be in their presence, to feel the power of their unconditional love, that those walls we've built up to protect ourselves to create this personification of the idea of what society or the the cool kids or the popular people expect us to be, that we can discover our inherent nature now, not only do I want to talk about imposter syndrome, I want to give you some suggestions and share some tips on how you can actually heal imposter syndrome so My first point is, I really want you to take some time and acknowledge your achievements. Start by recognizing your accomplishments and skills. Keep a record, maybe have a journal or keep a note in your notepad on your cell phone and record your successes and then look at them regularly. This is such a great tool for helping you see that your achievements are valid and most importantly, they're well-deserved. Number two, I really want you to challenge every single negative thought that you have. When you have a negative thought that arises, challenge that, challenge them with evidence that contradicts them, and then ask yourself, what is this evidence? What evidence do I have that I am not an imposter? And what have I accomplished that proves my worth? And when you're asking yourself these questions, it's not about what would the answer be from other people. It doesn't matter what other people think about you. It truly only matters what you think and feel about yourself because the one person who you are going to spend the most time with is yourself. The person whose relationship that you have with whom you need to focus the most attention and healing and love and grace with is the relationship that you have with yourself. Number three, I want you to talk to someone. Share your feelings with someone you trust. Maybe it's a friend or a family member or a mentor. Just talking to someone can really help you gain perspective And feel less isolated. Number four, take some time and focus on learning and growth. Instead of trying to be perfect, focus on learning and growing. And embrace your challenges as opportunities to learn and really develop new things. New skills, new techniques, new ways of thinking, new ways of becoming. Number five, Practice self-compassion. Be kind and compassionate with yourself. Recognize that everyone is going to make mistakes and that self-doubt is really a common experience. There is not one person in this entire world who has not had self-doubt, but they have tapped into that inner strength within, that spark of divinity, And they have allowed that inner strength to rise to the surface and conquer their fears. And if you look at any of the successful people in the world, they have learned how to work through their fears. So if someone else can do it, there's no reason why you can't give it a go. Give it a try. And even if you are scared or nervous or fearful take action despite that fear of failure. And set small, achievable goals and celebrate your progress along the way. It is so important that we be our biggest supporter and our biggest fan. And again, I don't mean that in an egotistical way. But it's about recognizing that we are human, we're doing the best we can, and that there is absolutely nothing wrong with Being kind to ourselves and recognizing our strengths. Remember that healing this imposter syndrome—it's a process. It's going to take time, and depending on your life, your journey, your experiences, your upbringing, that healing process can take a short amount of time or a little bit longer, but be patient with yourself and, and just move through that with ease and grace and love and compassion for yourself. Remember there's beauty in imperfection. We're all a work in progress and none of us will ever arrive at perfection. So my friends, as you're listening today, Try not to get too caught up in comparing yourself to others. Instead, focus on what makes you happy and fulfilled and celebrate your own successes and achievements, no matter how big or small they may be. Mediumship development is so much more than learning a series of techniques to create a link with the other world. It's a journey of self-discovery. For mediumship to bloom to its fullest heights, you must equally develop the spiritualization of self. And the journey of mediumship and spirituality is all about returning to thyself. Remember, you are worthy and deserving of love and respect just the way you are. So be kind, compassionate, I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at Dawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events you can go to mediumcourtneydawson.com or check me out on Instagram at mediumcourtneydawson. Have a great day, guys.